Hey there, trailblazing women. Mark your calendars for the Women Thrive Summit, happening March 18th to the 22nd, 2024. Join us for five empowering days of inspiration, connection, and growth. Unlock your potential with workshops led by industry leaders, panel discussions, and networking opportunities. Don't miss this chance to amplify your voice and thrive together. Visit womenthrivesummit.com to grab your tickets today. That's womenthrivesummit.com. Welcome to today's show for Women Thrive Podcast. I'm so excited to have you here. Well, today we have very special guest, someone I have never brought to this show before, but she has been entrepreneur for many, many years, as far as I can remember. And this lady I have known my whole life because she is my sister, also known as Gigi or Gintara Yankuneta. So I'm super excited to interview her for today's podcast about her entrepreneurial journey because she has certainly inspired me to pursue my goals and dreams in business. And I know that this podcast is going to inspire you today as well. So welcome to the show, my gorgeous sister. Hi. 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 (laughs) (laughs) I'm excited to interview you today. And I know doing interviews is really maybe not your thing. It's not my thing at all. (laughs) I mean, I have been tricked totally. Because you said to me initially, it's only going to be an article and some pictures. I'm like, okay, I don't mind that. And then now is it happens that we're doing an interview. How? How? Well, <laughs> Why? You know, February is a month of love, and you know where does love start? It starts from home. That's right. And yeah. over the years, you have inspired me a oh. lot in in the things that you have done, and I think you your story have gone under radar for many years so I thought this month will be very very exciting to just interview you and let our audience to hear your story so let's bring it back tell our audience a little bit about yourself who you are or what you're doing now Mm -hmm. and I know you have done many businesses over the years and we'll touch a little bit on some of them (laughs) so now I'm going through flourishy journey with my business partner Olympia we have two shops and they just happened within two years out of nowhere. Wasn't planned too much. Um, it started from me working from home, really. Uh, I was in financial services before and I was sitting one evening watching finals of Apprentice and this lady, one Apprentice, who was doing sweets, just packaging sweets. And I thought to myself, oh my God, that's so easy. I could do that. You know, and I was looking for ways to, to, I was looking for a new business to start. So I wasn't sure what I wanted to do. So flowers was one of the things. I looked into it a few times, but then I've gone back and I thought, maybe it's not for me. It's too much work. Mm. It's too much commitment. It's cold. I hate cold. <laughs> so I was flirting with that idea, but I've never actually gone for it. But when it comes to sweets, I thought, okay, I could do this. But what if it goes with the flowers? So... Yeah, that's how I come up with this idea of Blooms and Candy. And I thought I'm going to do this business from home. Um, Naively. (laughs) Because I remember one day getting home to my family's home and I see boxes of sweets 
and some flowers. It's like, oh, on? hold on. What is going on? <laughs> so you're the kind of person that you just go and do it and then tell uh, other people. Yeah, that's a, I'll tell people later. I just, I live in my own world, create something and I'm like, oh, I'll tell them later. Okay, so you started this from home. No one knew really what Nobody was going knew. on. Well, Atiya knew. My daughter came in to, to my bedroom and she's like, what are you doing? What is this? And she was quite excited. Sweet. Mmm. <laughs> So I had a chat with her. She's like, I like the idea. So I had my first approval from oh, Atiyah. So as long as I have approval from her, I don't need anyone else. As long as there's a sweet at home. Okay, so, so these like, were yeah. sweets and flowers, hat yeah. boxes that you started. Hat boxes, hat yeah. Boxes. No, no, and what year was business this? Business idea. This was 2018, I think. 2018. But you yeah. started quite well. I mean, you started getting orders online. and Yeah, I started stuff. getting orders online. Then... Uh, Moulton Brown got in touch from Bromley saying, can you sell your flowers at our shop um, at, on Mother's Day? And I thought it was a joke. I thought they were just kidding me. And I was like, do you want money from me? Like, do I have to pay for this? They're like, no, it's free. You don't have to pay anything. Whatever you make is all yours. I couldn't believe it. So I went to meet Michelle, who, who is a manager still there. And we had a nice chat and yeah, we've done Mother's Day. We sold out all the flowers. It was amazing. It was such a good exposure. We had all logos everywhere. We sold the hat boxes, um, bouquets, and I've done it all by myself. I prepared the bouquets. I was working for like three days straight. My hands were hurting. It was crazy. And it was all happening at home. So um, yeah, but then I realized I can't just be online because flowers is the business that People want to see, they want to come in, they want to speak to you. So it was never going to go big online. So how did you meet your business partner that you do in business now with? Um, so I got myself a job at the florist, um, just wanting to learn the trade and see how the shop life works. I was very upfront. I did say that, you know, I'm, I'm, I want to open my own business. I just want to learn. Um, in return, I'm going to bring some marketing experience and social media and stuff like that. So Donna was happy to take me on. And Olympia was working at the shop and she was so kind to me when I got there first. She was really looking after me and, you know, she was helping me out and telling me to do this and not to do that. But, you know, it, it was just, she was amazing. And we became friends, like, very quickly. And, um, yeah... We left together after a few months and opened Plums and Candy. Wow. Yeah. So, okay. <laughs> so, this was like, you know, you know when you, something just meant to happen and yeah. when you meet your business partner and you kind of just have that feeling and when you met Olympia and you were talking about her, I definitely knew that this, you know, this partnership was meant to be. Yeah. So, there on... Everything just happened very quickly. You very went quickly, on too to quickly. open your own <laughs> shop. And I remember one day you coming yeah. home and said, that's it. I put a deposit on yeah. and we're taking a shop. So talk yeah, me through how did that happen? I mean, that, I everything mean, happened really quickly. When I met Olympia at the shop, I did say, this is my idea. This is what I want to do. And she was like, no, don't do it. It's too much work. It's just too much stress. You know, it, it, it's, you know she was very negative about it at first. But I was like, oh. I'm going to do it anyway, <laughs> you know. I was like, I don't care, I'll do it. So she watched me over time, and as we worked together, we got to know each other, we trusted each other a lot, and one day she was just looking at me, and she said to me, Gigi, don't leave me. I said, what do you mean? She said, don't leave me, don't go and leave me here. 
I was like, what? I thought you don't want to open the shop. And she's like, I'll do it with you. Oh. So bear in mind, Olympia has a lot of experience. She's been to Florida for seven, eight years. She's um, done a college um, a floristry course. So she, she knows a lot. So she knows the trade. Whereas I know business, but I had no clue about floristry. Yeah. So our partnership was meant to be. Mm. It really, it was. And she's, she's a wonderful person as well. I trust her with my life yeah. and, you know, in the way around. So partnership, trust is the most important thing. If there's no trust, you have nothing. Same as a relationship, I guess it's any relationship, isn't it? Yeah. So, yeah, we just, we, we fell in love. We were like best friends. <laughs> this is part of the Okay, so no. I'm sure it wasn't so easy to just, it, you know, click your fingers and open no. a new shop. And I, I've watched you through it. So talk me through that process of putting down a deposit, because before it was a floristry shop, which it is now, it was a hair salon. It was a hair salon. <laughs> um, lovely Anne owned the salon for 50 years. Wow. So it was an old salon and she, she you know, she, she lived her life there. And when we saw the shop on the market, it wasn't meant to be in Hayes Bromley. It was meant to be in East Croydon, but it's when it was so expensive. It was just impossible for us to get a shop there at that time. And I was just searching through, you know, newspapers and the course out there. And I saw the shop on Hayes High Street and I was like, we have to go and see this. And it was like, yeah, let's go. So when we came outside, the, we came first, like, the, like half an hour before the state agent showed up we just kind of knew we just we looked at the shop and we just knew it was for us you know that feeling when you yeah. walk into the house you want to buy a house and you just know this is yours yeah. so we we just couldn't believe it and it wasn't the location we knew nothing about this location there was actually another florist across the road as well but we just knew we meant to be here and then the estate agent showed up vincent lovely guy he let us into the shop and we're like vincent we're taking this and he was just he was just putting up on the market. Like he was putting out the board. I said, leave that board there and let's talk. Because this shop is ours. <laughs> we got on so well with Vincent. We had a nice laugh that day. And he's like, okay, let me speak to my business partner, his brother. Um, and I'll get back to you. So yeah, we quickly, you know, tied up the deal. The shop was ours. But that's where the big job started because it yeah. wasn't so easy. It wasn't easy. We didn't have much money to, to play with. We had small savings and credit cards. So, yeah, that's where the funds come from. And everybody was working for food. <laughs> <laughs> so the whole family was involved. Yeah. Stepdad, um, my ex-husband's dad, my ex-husband husband at the time. Everybody was working for food, basically. Yeah. You know, me and Olympia was there every day. Olympia's husband was there. And, yeah, we just made it happen. And and it yeah. so happened so quickly. I think within two months, we had a launch yeah. and an opening. And yeah. you made friends with all the local people there. Yeah, local people were so amazing. They just, I mean, they, they, everybody just yeah. loved what you were doing. You just brought the whole energy and the beauty yeah. to the high streets. You know, especially at that time... Some shops were shutting down. High Street yeah. wasn't so popular. And yeah. you kind of just brought life back to the local yeah, High Street. It was. The locals were really supportive from day one. They were coming up, knocking on the door, asking what we're opening. They were so happy to hear this. And our florist. And yeah, we just got on with them straight away. Um, yeah. So, personal question mm -hmm. around flowers. <laughs> <laughs> 
What makes you happy about flowers? What makes me happy? You know, it's that moment when you walk into the shop in the morning. Obviously, we have ladies now who come earlier. They prepare the stand, cut the flowers, make the stand look wonderful. It's just when I come into the shop and I see a stand full of different flowers, colours, textures. It just makes me so happy. I can't even explain this. Everybody knows I pull out my phone and start filming, taking pictures, (laughs) posting on Instagram, the local groups. I just love that moment. And you know, when pe- when you make a bouquet, when someone doesn't know what they want and you pick flowers for them and you kind of talk them through the journey to say, this would go with this, this would look, you know, soften the bouquet. And you see people's eyes lit- light up as you put in the bouquet together and they're like, wow, I think it's the experience. This is why it can't be online business. It needs to be face to face because people like to come into the shop and they just like to see you making the bouquet mm. is part of the experience. Yeah. It's you making the bouquet, they, they watch you do it, so you have to be really confident to do it as well. So, and yeah, they're just happy to see it and they leave with the bouquet with a big smile on their faces and that's the best thing. Oh my God, I love that. <laughs> so, okay, so you had one shot, which, you know, this launch was amazing and you've grown yourself in your own confidence in, in your business. Your business has expanded a lot. You have yeah, how many people in your team right now? So we started, it was just me and Olympia initially. Um, we were both making flowers. I was delivering, Olympia wasn't driving at the time. So it was just two of us when we started. But it, we, it grew so quickly. Um, during the lockdown, we decided to do fruit and veg because we thought the flowers will end literally because everybody was shutting down and we were really worried after the Mother's Day, 2019, wasn't it? 2020. 2020, yeah. And uh, this guy I came into the shop on Mother's Day and he said to me, uh, my brother-in-law is selling loads of fruit and veg. He's he's selling loads because there's none in the market or on, on the shelves, in the shops. And that thought stayed with me that day. So on the way home, I thought to myself, why don't we do fruit and veg? Because at the minute we're doing um, flower subscription, which we charge customers weekly um, every Friday and we deliver flowers automatically. Because during that time you were forced to really close as Yeah, well. we were forced Everything. to close, yeah. Although we're still trading online, so it wasn't totally closed, closed. But I was worried because I thought to myself, what if the sales will go down because we don't have any walking business, how are we going to pay rent? Yeah. You know, there's a lot of fixed costs that we have to still pay. I can't call the Vincent and say... I can't pay you, <laughs> you know, it's just not yeah. an option, is it? So, um, so yeah, so I was driving home and I was thinking, why don't we copy the flower subscription concept into fruit and veg, where people can subscribe and get fruit and veg every Friday or every other Friday. Mm-hmm. So I called my uh, vet developer and I said, can you do this? He's like, yeah, I'll do it. <laughs> Overnight, literally, in the morning I woke up, the page was there. <laughs> so... <laughs> Within three hours, I found a supplier. It was hard because a lot of suppliers didn't yeah. want to take on new accounts, you know, the lockdown and all of that. Uh, but I found amazing suppliers. We, we're still friends now. Like we still don't keep in touch, but, you know, if I needed them, they're always there. Um, and, yeah, we within two weeks, we had 200 subscribers. <laughs> 200 in yeah, two weeks? in two weeks. Literally, oh we God. would walk into the shop and... It would be full fruit and veg 
boxes Stag. everywhere stacked up to the ceiling. <laughs> we were literally walking through the shop like this. <laughs> we couldn't move. So everybody had jobs. Everybody. Wow. You were helping, obviously. Yeah, I had to. Um, Mom, Gary, everyone, our friends, they were all packing fruit and veg, yep. delivering. <laughs> it was crazy. And I remember the excitement of people when lockdown was happening and no one could really go to the shops. And we would show up with these fruit and veg boxes to their doors and they would open and they would be so happy because this might be <laughs> the only actually human connection they had in a yeah. week and have this conversation. And there you are bringing foods. And that's what I realized, just the happiness that you can bring. And yeah. for you to actually pivot your business so quickly in the challenging times save everybody a job actually give more people more jobs yeah. and still serve your local community that was just a really cool thing to do oh, thank you <laughs> <laughs> i mean it was amazing times because i was delivering myself as well yeah. so every time i knock on the door people were so happy smiling it was amazing like i'll, I'll never forget that time no and amazing. and because our business was so new it kind of helped us to show ourselves off like you know meet the locals face yeah. to face actually and they realized that yeah we are there you know that other florists shot for for that period because they couldn't get flowers local suppliers were really limited or or closed we had connections with holland directly so we had flowers coming in there was no problem mm. so we're still selling flowers so because other florists were shut everybody come to us so we were so we were crazy busy with flowers, crazy busy with fruit and veg. It was just nonstop, literally. <laughs> I was working like seven days a week. So, so for anyone thinking about starting a business, maybe a floristry business or any business, what qualities do you think someone really needs to have? In like the way you started have started your businesses and persevered during difficult times, and you just keep going. What do you think were the qualities in you that actually helped you achieve success over and over again in any business that you have had? I think in any business, you can't be scared. And that's the most important thing. If People are mostly scared of losing money and reputation, two things. So I think you can't be scared of losing money because money can be made. You know, money is not everything. Yeah. If you have some sort of savings, if you've got credit cards and if you have a passion that you want to pursue, do it. What if you lose it? I mean, there's more to gain than to lose. It's only yeah. money, you can earn it again. But the passion that you didn't pursue, but you wanted to pursue, yeah. that will haunt you for the rest of your life, probably. You know, that probably would have haunted me because this is what I really wanted to do. Mm. So I'm glad I did. And obviously it was hard and it's, it's still sometimes hard now, but you just have to keep on going. And in terms of the reputation, so what? I don't care what people think. You know, if if I would have lost money at that time and it didn't work out, I don't care what people think of me. The only person that you should care about is you, what you think of you. And that's it. Yeah, That's all that matters. Because year Nothing in and out, you reinvented yeah. your careers. You went from financial industry sector yeah. to doing flowers and, you know, what people thought. Yeah, everybody thought I was crazy. <laughs> Yeah. I was like, okay. You didn't even consult with your family. No. Thank you. <laughs> Maybe next it. time you're changing career. No, I don't think you're going to talk no. to me. <laughs> no, buddy. I just do it. 
But yeah, after the lockdown, we were so busy, we decided to open a second shop. Yeah, I was just about to say. So within a year, we had two shops and the second shop we opened in a location where we wanted to be initially. East Croydon was so expensive at that time when we opened Blooms and Candy. Uh, we just couldn't afford it. But after a year, we obviously saved some money. We made money through the lockdown, selling fruit and veg and flowers. And and Croydon price has gone down. Wow. So Good timing. It was amazing. That's what I said to Olympia. I said, Olympia, this is the time. It's now and never. It's, it's, we go for it now or we forget about it. Because when prices go back up, it will just be too expensive again. And we did it. We found the shop and it just happened within two months again. We had the shop open and Croydon Blooms is amazing. There's no florist in East Croydon. Um, it's it's just, it's, it's been busy since the beginning. It, it hasn't stopped. So it's actually now busier than Blooms and Candy. Yeah. What and do you think was the biggest challenge in all of this? Um, I think believing in yourself. I mean, I believe in myself, but there's always something at the back of my mind saying, can you do this? Can you carry on? Can you, because there's so many factors involved. You've got, you know, costs they need to pay every week. You've got staff, you've got um, suppliers. And sometimes it gets you, you think, you know, cash flow issues sometimes. But you just, you just have to kind of take each day as it comes. You know, you can't stress yourself out. So sometimes mm. I come home and I just switch myself off and I don't think about anything just switch it off mm. that, like that and morning comes I know what to do yeah. you know and that's it and this is how you have to do it you can't live in your head for 24-7 you just can't do it Yeah. you need to learn to switch off and then come back on the next morning and carry on and I think that was the hardest thing to learn but I've learned in time you know and yeah. I know Olympia is struggling as well but we kind of pull so each other do. up and you know we support each other a lot so yeah <laughs> i'm proud of everything you have achieved over the years <laughs> and i really hope that this story is going to be inspiring for our viewers i'm nearly crying <laughs> <laughs> um, because yeah it's very personal having watched your own journey through it and you know being part of it been part yeah, of this growth oh <laughs> It was inevitable. <laughs> I want my subscribers to ask, what would you like to ask my sister about her story, about her personal story in opening her floristry business? And also, what do you, what has inspired you from her story? I would love for you to leave a comment. Let us know because this is your first interview. And I'm just super proud of her journey, the reinvention. And I hope that this has inspired you in some way to pursue your goals, pursue your dreams, reinvent yourself, not be scared. You know, what's the worst thing that could happen? And yeah, I'm, I'm so grateful for you just stepping up to this. Thank you. <laughs> you took me out of my comfort zone totally. You just like, pull me out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm glad. Thank you. <laughs> I've been planning on doing this for a while, but I thought it's got to be the right time. Yeah. And I feel like this was the right time. And I'm very excited. Well, congratulations on all your success. Thank you. Everything that you have achieved, the beautiful team and two shops that you have created. And just, you know... Yeah, about my be... team. My team is absolutely amazing. <laughs> you know, the girls that we have and the boys, we have six florists between two shops. 
we have three drivers and they, they're the best people. I, I, you know, I couldn't ask for better people to work with. Yeah. You know, we, we have so much love every day. We have loads of groups that we work on and the jokes that we share, you know, laughter, the shops. And, you know, they, they're so reliable, so kind, so loving. It's just unbelievable. We're yeah. so happy. It's the people we surround ourselves yeah, with. Exactly. I think I truly believe that. When you surround yourself with the right people, you bring your own energy because you're loving and caring towards your team members. And I've seen that throughout. And I think that makes a good leader that you set an example in your business yeah. of how to treat others. And you've yeah, done exactly. that, just treating everyone with love and respect and kindness. So that just reflects back in the success that you have been able to achieve over the years. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you so much for listening to this episode. I look forward to seeing you on another episode. And thank you for your time today. And I hope you enjoyed this episode. Take care for now.